Welcome to Watch Therefore, the program designed to help the disciple of Messiah Jesus obey His command to watch therefore and be ready, for you don't know the hour or the day your Lord is coming. Dove Schwartz here at the Sea of Galilee, encouraging everyone who's watching more than ever to watch therefore and be ready. So thankful to be with you once again on the program, Watch Therefore. The title of this message comes with a testimony. The title of this message is, Where is Your Faith? A Testimony of a Storm. And I want to start off sharing with you a particular testimony I have of living here on the top of this mountain overlooking the Sea of Galilee. And just like we're about to see and you've heard of in the Gospels, I was inside uh, our home looking out the back door as the windows and the sliding glass door began to shake one day. It had been a, a fair weathered day and all of a sudden it began getting very dark and rainy and dark clouds and wind and then hail and I could hear the sliding glass door rattling. And as I got closer to it to look outside, I didn't want to get too awful close to it. It was an amazing storm that had come up seemingly out of nowhere. Water began rushing in uh, at the bottom of the windows across this side of our home facing the Sea of Galilee. And I began to think about something. I began to think about the testimony that we're going to look at that, like I said, many of you have probably heard before of the first disciples of Messiah Yeshua, our risen Savior Jesus, his first disciples as they were out in a fishing boat on the lake. And when I personally experienced that storm in my home at the top of a mountain, I began to think, what would it be like to be in a little fishing boat out on that lake at this time, at the time of this testimony. So let's do this. Let's think about that and go to Luke's account of a storm. Luke 8, beginning in verse 22. First, let's have a word of prayer. O oh, Father in heaven, in Messiah Jesus' name, I just am so thankful that you showed me through a real storm like this that took place in this same area. And, and, and I think about this account uh, of this time, this testimony of the first disciples of Messiah Jesus. And I pray as we look at Luke's account that you would make these words leap off the pages and strengthen our faith and bless us now that we might be a blessing to others and pleasing to you, Father. 
We thank you in our great risen Savior, Messiah Jesus' name. Please, Father, bless every viewer today. Amen. So, Luke 8, verse 22. Now it happened on a certain day that he got into a boat with his disciples and he said to them, let us cross over to the other side of the lake. And they launched out. So, somewhere just behind me, there is the Sea of Galilee, uh, the place where this account took place, where the Creator and the King of the universe told His disciples they were crossing over to the other side of the Sea of Galilee and that He was going to join them. He was going with them. Now, think about this. These are professional fishermen on that lake. And at the same time, they were still really learning. They were learning who this Jesus is. They didn't have a deep understanding yet of this is the creator of the universe. This is our creator. This is the creator of the Sea of Galilee and all the fish that are in them. Uh, they didn't yet understand that. They were still learning who he really is. And, and, and they may have thought, hey, we got this, nothing to worry about. Jesus is in good hands. We're the pros of this lake, right? And so they launched out. Folks, we live in a generation where Bible prophecy is leaping off the pages of the Bible, yet too many professing disciples of Messiah Jesus are living as if it is not. And as if this is like any other generation, and it is not. A dangerous self-confidence has developed in our faith community that will only take you so far. And I've observed this over the years. I'll say it again. A dangerous self-confidence has developed in our faith community that will only take you so far. Let's continue in Luke chapter 8. But as they sailed, he fell asleep. And a windstorm came down on the lake. And they were filling with water and were in jeopardy. And they came to him and awoke him saying, Master, Master, we are perishing. You see, all of a sudden, the, the expert fishermen find that they're very familiar and I got this. Surroundings have become completely unmanageable. Their conditions worsened quickly. And all their confidence in their abilities was gone and replaced with fear and panic. It's in these kinds of conditions that worsen quickly. It's in these times we find out what we really believe. And guess what? That's the kind of generation we live in today. Very unique storms have begun to come up out of nowhere all around us and folks, this is just the beginning. This is just the beginning. I've been teaching on the birth pains, which, by the way, include the coronavirus, riots, and other increasingly destabilizing troubles in the world. One of our staff recently said this. She said, now not as many people are thinking you're crazy, Dove. Why did she say that? She said that because the, th the things our Savior warned of that I teach frequently on this program truly are becoming more prominent in this generation. And people are acknowledging it. And they're saying, oh, you're right. More and more people are saying, oh, you're right. I need to get right with God. Yeah? 
Well, back to the Sea of Galilee. In Luke 8, verse 24, And they came to him and woke him, saying, Master, Master, we're perishing. Then he arose and rebuked the wind and the raging of the water, and they ceased, and there was a calm. You see, a great and positive development will come to disciples of Messiah Jesus in this generation from the increasing trouble in this generation. We will learn again very clearly without any doubt, I need my Savior, Jesus, to help me. I need him. Every hour of every day, I need him to help me. He told us in his word. His word tells us, you can do nothing without me. But his word also proclaims, I can do all things. Hallelujah. I can do all things through Christ who strengthens me. Well, I'll be right back in just a moment with the most important part of this faith message. Remember, watch therefore and be ready. This Watch Therefore television program and message is going into 200 million homes in 200 countries. Oh, hallelujah. As the Lord is using this as a tool to help make disciples who will hear from him one day very soon, well done, thy good and faithful servant. This message stirs the lukewarm to repent and seek after the Lord with a whole heart. It also ties perfectly with the gospel as many see the desperate need for a savior in these waning hours of this prophetic generation. Remember to watch therefore and be ready. Along with our Watch Therefore television program, we have our ministries blessing Israeli believers and poured out for the nations, like Romans 1.16 says, to the Jew first and then to the nations. Our co-founding partner of Blessing Israeli Believers, John McTurnan and myself, we co-founded the ministry as we partner with Israeli believers in Messiah Jesus who are getting out the gospel, making disciples, saving babies from abortion, helping Holocaust survivors, and so much more. And then our To the Nations ministry poured out for the nations where we go to many countries in Africa and other places as well, getting out the gospel, preaching the Watch Therefore message, seeing many saved, helping orphans and widows as well. Oh, what incredible opportunities we have through blessing Israeli believers and poured out for the nations. What a way to watch therefore and be ready when our Savior comes for us in the clouds. A great way to get acquainted and stay close to our ministry is through our monthly free newsletters. You can receive your blessing Israeli believers and poured out for the nation's newsletter by post or by email. Now we have updates about what's going on in the ministry along with important devotionals that will help you to watch therefore and be ready. Go to our website, watchtherefore.tv and sign up for our Blessing Israeli Believers and Poured Out for the Nation's monthly newsletters. Along with prayer, there are those who would like to financially partner with our ministry. First, let me say this. If you've not yet received Jesus as your Lord and Savior, please do not send any money into this ministry. It's our desire that you would be our guest and even pray to receive Jesus as your Savior and Lord today. For those who would like to financially partner with the ministry, there's three primary ways to do so. You can give to our Watch Therefore television program 
our ministry blessing Israeli believers or poured out for the nations. You can do so by post or online. There's information there on the screen. What a great way to lay your treasures up in heaven and to watch therefore and be ready. In 2006, Blessing Israeli Believers co-founder John McTurnan's book, As America Has Done to Israel, was released. John chronicles the blessings upon America since its founding as it has blessed the Jews and the disastrous results of pressuring Israel to give away their covenant land for peace and security. Our Savior Jesus spoke of the great labor pains our world is experiencing today. And listen to the Apostle Paul tie those signs in with the things John McTurnan writes about in As America Has Done to Israel. For when they say peace and safety, then sudden destruction comes upon them as labor pains upon a pregnant woman, and they shall not escape. Today, we're offering John's book, As America Has Done to Israel, with a gift of any amount to our ministries, Watch Therefore, Blessing Israeli Believers, or Poured Out for the Nations. Make sure, if you're giving by check, to write John's book in the memo section. And if online, in the notes section, type in John's book. What a great resource to help you watch, therefore, and be ready. Welcome back to Watch Therefore. We've been looking at Luke's account of the events that took place with a storm on the Sea of Galilee. And I shared a testimony of being up here in our home and this incredible storm, it was a couple of years ago, this incredible storm that came up that shook the windows and the sliding glass door leading out here to this part of the back of our home. And and that it made me think about, it reminded me of this incredible testimony in Luke's account. So let's do a, a review read of what I shared earlier in Luke 8, 22 through 24. Now it happened on a certain day that he got into a boat with his disciples. And he said to them, let us cross over to the other side of the lake. And they launched out. But as they sailed, he fell asleep. And a windstorm came down on the lake and they were filling with water and were in jeopardy. And they came to him and awoke him saying, Master, Master, we are perishing. Then he arose and rebuked the wind and the raging of the water and they ceased and there was a calm. You know, as we continue, we see, yes, our Savior Jesus is merciful and kind and compassionate. And yes, the Bible says, Many are the afflictions of the righteous, but the Lord delivers him out of them all. But in the midst of this deliverance and his compassion and his mercy, what's the loving rebuke? Our Lord Yeshua, our Lord Jesus, gives his disciples. Look at the next verse. But he said to them, where is your faith? And they were afraid and marveled, saying to one another, who can this be? For he commands even the winds and water, and they obey him. You see, we've been conditioned to think that the Lord is motivated by our needs, or in general, by need. I need this, or, or people need that. But have you considered that if the Lord was motivated so much by need, there wouldn't be any hungry or needy people in the world. And there certainly are plenty. No, more than he's motivated by need, he responds to faith. I'll say it again. More than he's motivated by need, the true and living God responds to faith. 
Don't forget Hebrews 11 verse 6. But without faith, it is impossible to please him. For he who comes to God must believe that he is and that he's a rewarder of those who diligently seek him. You see, the reason our Savior Jesus challenges their faith during such a terrible situation is because he knows faith is what they need the most. We're saved by grace through what? Faith. And and we're to walk not by sight, but by what? Faith. He knows they're going to experience many more things that are beyond their control. And he's going to expect them and us to trust him through these times. To respond to the Holy Spirit, not reacting in our flesh. He's teaching us to do that through the difficult situations, right? And folks, they were just beginning to know him and understand his ways. And how many who profess faith in Messiah Jesus 5, 10, 20 years ago or more and still really don't know him or his ways. Some don't know him at all, at all as they made a false profession of faith. No, he wants us in our speaking, in our thinking, in our living to abide in him, our risen Savior, Messiah Yeshua, that they might see our good works all around us and glorify our Father in heaven. Where should they see those good works? Especially in trouble, especially in difficulties. Yes, we are to know He's the one who's in control of the wind and the waves and more. And trust me, the things I'm saying to you, I get convicted of the very same things and my own need to repent and ask Him to forgive me. Ask the Lord to forgive me for not trusting Him enough in difficulties. This is something we're all learning. Hallelujah. Our Savior Jesus told us all authority in heaven and earth has been given unto me and it was given to him by our heavenly Father. Hallelujah. Dear friends, know this. Great storms are coming and our Savior Jesus is coming for us in the rapture. So how will we live in these times? What are the words you want him to say in response to how you've walked out your faith in Messiah Jesus. I want him to say to me, and I want, to, I want him to say to you, well done, thy good and faithful servant. Do you know what words we don't want to hear? Here they are. We don't want to hear from him, where was your faith? Where was your faith? What were you thinking? Those are words, that kind of thing. That's not what we want to hear from our Savior when he comes for us. Because He gave his life for us on the cross. God the Son, the Son of God, gave his life for us on the cross. He came here, lived a sinless life, and suffered and bled and died for our sins. Thankfully, and hallelujah, he rose from the grave. Yes. And and he sent his Holy Spirit to convict us of sin, righteousness, and judgment. He came looking for us with his great love and compassion. And he helped us to repent. He says, you've got to repent and believe in the gospel. The gospel that I just shared with you, that he died on the cross and rose again on the third day. He died to pay for our sins. That's the good news, the gospel. Yes. He's done all of that for us. And he's given us his word. He's given us his word. Well, aren't there some people in the world who don't have his word and they live in persecuted countries? Yes. And he'll make up the difference 
in, in their case. But that doesn't excuse you and I who have five Bibles in our home <laughs> from knowing his word. Amen. Amen and hallelujah. Dear friends, again, great storms are coming and our Savior is coming for us in the rapture. We want to hear him say, well done, thy good and faithful servant. So what do I do? What are some things I can do? And, and I, on this program, I really think it's important for me to share with you. Okay, here's the problem. Uh, here is the way we are to be. We're to grow in grace and, and, and learn to keep reaching for the prize, the upward call of God and Messiah Jesus, and to become more like Him, to cooperate with His grace. What are some things we can do from the things we've heard today to cooperate with His grace, to strengthen our faith, to abide in Him more, to respond to our Savior and the Holy Spirit, and to give glory to our Father in heaven in the midst of storms? What are we to do to live a life in such a way that when He comes for us, we'll hear Him say, well done, thy good and faithful servant. Well, first, watch for Him to come. That's what the faithful servant in Matthew 24 is doing. He's watching for the Master to come and doing what the Master commanded. Amen? Here are some other things. Like never before, designate prayer time in your day. Designate prayer time in your day. And it's best to start your day off with prayer. And, and along with something else, Bible reading time. Designate prayer and Bible reading time. Yes, I'll never forget this wonderful Messianic congregation leader. He said this uh, at a meeting I was at uh, one morning. He said, if you don't look for him early in the morning, you'll be looking for him all day. If you don't look for him early in the morning, you'll be looking for him all day. Meaning, of course, seek him in the morning before the troubles of the day come. And he's nowhere to be found because we don't have him as our number one priority. Yes, there are times where he will let us, oh, you want to rely on yourself? Then have it your way. Be waiting for you. And when you get to the end of yourself, master, master, we're perishing. Yes, yes. Designate prayer time. Designate Bible reading time. Seek the Lord from deep in your heart. Time is what we need. And as you do that, as we increase our prayer time, Bible reading time, and seeking Him with our whole heart time, it will become habitual, good habits. Amen? And this will be a, a, a part of our life so that all through the day, we're seeking after Him. We're praying without ceasing. We're meditating on His Word. We're responding to situations according to what He's shown us in our prayer time, or our Bible reading time, and our seeking Him time by having real, real fellowship with Him. Can someone say hallelujah and amen? Yes. We must learn to walk out Proverbs chapter 3. Trust in the Lord with all of your heart. Lean not on your own understanding. Acknowledge Him in all your ways. Yes, and he will direct your paths. As everything around us is shouting at us, don't believe what God says. Don't seek after him. Take the easy way out. Go the practical way according to man's ways and logic. No, no, no. We will live differently. Can someone say hallelujah and hallelujah? It's not only that Messiah Yeshua is our only hope, and he is. He's also a hope that doesn't disappoint. Yeah, he's a hope that doesn't disappoint. He's our only hope, and he's a hope 
that doesn't disappoint. I'm going to stop right now and pray for us to get this in a strong and powerful way. Then I have a few announcements and we'll be done. Let's go. Father in heaven, in Messiah Yeshua's name, bless every viewer today, Father, with these things. Oh, truly, Lord, may we have an understanding, a deeper understanding of who you are. You are the king of everything, creator of the universe. Without you, nothing was made that was made, John chapter 1 says. So we thank you, Lord Jesus. Oh, Father in heaven, fill us with the Holy Spirit and, and do a work in our hearts through these teachings today. And truly, may we have a deeper designated daily prayer, Bible reading, seeking after you time that leads us and blends into the whole day and every day of our life. Please, Lord, help us to know you more and to walk in your ways in greater measure. May we and all who are watching be ready for you when you come for us, Lord Jesus. Oh, that they and we might hear, well done, thy good and faithful servant. Thank you, Father, in Messiah Yeshua's name. Amen and amen. And, and maybe you haven't yet received him as your Savior. Cry out to him right now, oh Jesus, Lord, save me. I'm a sinner. I need to be saved. I need this faith walk. Maybe you made a profession of faith, but you're not walking it out. Maybe you weren't really saved. Go to him and go to him now and ask him, Lord Jesus, save me. Please save me. And if you if you're doing that, there's information at the bottom of your screen. Contact us. We want to send you some literature to help you begin your new life in Messiah Jesus. And the way I'm closing out the program is to remind everyone we've got our trip to Democratic Republic of Congo. I'm going and preaching the gospel. As a matter of fact, while you're watching this program, I will be there. While you're watching this program, this is, of course, pre-recorded. I will be there. And you can get in on this trip praying Giving and going are the three components of co-laboring in missions. Okay, praying, giving, and going. So um, go to our website, watchtherefore.tv, where you can learn more about our ministry and you can participate uh, and also sign up for our monthly newsletters because that's where I explain the details of these kinds of trips. But it's going to be so important in the DR Congo. We're finishing the year out walking out our Savior Jesus' mandate because He came to save, to seek and save that which was lost. And this is how we lay, this is one of the important primary ways we lay up our treasures in heaven. The Bible says, He who wins souls is wise. Participate with me in praying and giving and going the Democratic Republic of Congo, November 2020. Hallelujah. And remember also to watch their form. Be ready. Messiah Jesus is coming for us. When? Any moment. Thank you for watching the program today. Watch Therefore is sponsored by the friends and partners of Watch Therefore Ministries. In future programs, we'll have many more Watch Therefore teachings from the Bible, worship, and exciting interviews with our believing partners in Israel and around the world. Please contact us at doveforisrael at gmail.com. That's D-O-V-F-O-R-I-S-R-A-E-L at gmail.com. And if you would like to subscribe to our newsletter, you can fill out a contact form on the website watchtherefore.tv. We also have audio programs available on our website watchtherefore.tv. We are on social media since it is a great tool to share the gospel and communicate with one another. You can also find us there at Watch Therefore TV. Until next time, we're watching for King Jesus to return. 
Watch Therefore and be ready. Slain, he'll come again. Our conquering king on that day. His sword will go forth to take back and restore what 